From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Bill George. Bill George. Welcome in, everybody. Here we are, Big and Wild Outdoors. Yeah, that's us. We're here. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a rainy Saturday day. If you hadn't heard uh, last hour, uh, it's going to be rainy. 70% chance for uh, rain and thunder showers today. Literally for the next uh, three days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday as well. So we're inside. We're indoors. We're live. We're here at Beasley. We're hanging out. We're talking uh, hunting, fishing, all that stuff. I think everybody's getting kind of, I don't know, even though I've been out and really my life has not changed during this whole C-19 thing and the the uh, all the other stuff that's going on around us in the world today. I mean, I, I still, you know, wake up my kids, cook breakfast, go to the grocery store when I need to and go to work like anybody else. Uh, praise the good Lord above that I have not, uh, you know, had to suffer like uh, Vince where, you know, he had to sit at home for six weeks hold or on, whatever hold on i didn't suffer well i'm just <laughs> i was enjoying that semi-retired life I, i'm just saying that uh you know you you know uh being uh trapped in your own apartment and then being surrounded by new yorkers oh, who God. just decided oh, to show not, up not new yorkers yeah they showed up and uh you know uh that's it's, profiling it's been oh it is. two weeks into the covid they're here we're here <laughs> From New York. Two weeks into the COVID, you see 19,000 license plates from New York and New Jersey. Well, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. it's America. They're, they're, you know what? As Bill George points out, they're stakeholders, okay? So uh, they, they're they're welcome they, here. They, they have a all, condo, right? Newsflash. It's yeah. not our fault that you voted in a sucky mayor, so yeah. go back to your state. <laughs> you were not supposed to leave the city or, or governor, the state excuse of New York. Me, governor. Oh. Boy. They were not supposed to leave. Well, wait a no, minute. No, they, they were supposed to, if they came, quarantine. Wait a they minute. sure enough didn't do that either. Day, for 14 days. They didn't do that either. Wait a minute. Oh, New York, right. they actually do have a sucky governor and mayor. Sorry, I so, forgot. It's both of them. But when we were coming back from uh, Pennsylvania, they were rerouting everybody into the rest stop so that they could turn around and see where you were coming from. We're going to check you, boy. And, and the thing was that, that got me. We pulled out, okay, all the semis, they they turn Bye around, burr. they separated you out between passenger cars and semis. All the semi trucks keep on a trucking, don't even have to stop and ask you where you're coming from, okay? They turn around, wanted to know where you were, where we're traveling from, and we said Pennsylvania, and they said, okay, but as we were turning around and saying that, the car in front of us was being stopped by another person, and the officer, okay, was sitting there telling the person, don't worry about them. They got Georgia tags, okay? Like, if you rent a car in New York or somewhere else, you can get a car <laughs> with Georgia tags. What difference does it make what tag a car has excuse on me. Well, let me Excuse, excuse me, excuse me. I would like any license plate but the state I'm in, please. Thank you. Here's what I will help you out with. My uh, father, as you know, showed up unexpectedly last Saturday. And uh, he regaled us with his adventures of uh, having a Louisiana license plate on the back of his car. They literally made him pull over. Uh, they made him get out, fill out paperwork, checked his temperature. 
did all the stuff. I mean, literally, like he was going from uh, Yugoslavia or Eastern Germany over into the Western side. Where are you going? How long are you going to stay here? All that stuff. Where are you from? They made a copy of his driver's license. The whole nine yards. Oh, I'm waiting this year for our travel. All, be- all because he had a Louisiana license plate. So, uh, you know, he they were like, uh, you know, because that's one of the high-risk states. So as soon as he showed up, they were like, where are you from? Where are you at in Louisiana? You don't live in New Orleans or anything like that? He's like, If no, I man. wasn't getting in after midnight, I might have played that border crossing a little differently. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, so it is Where what are you it coming is. from? Nanya. Nanya. <laughs> the town of Nanya. It's, uh, it's over that way. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he had to go through the whole hoops and uh, do all that stuff, and it was unexpected for him. He said uh, it kind of reminded him of the old days when you used to show up in Florida with a U-Haul truck, and they'd make you pull over there in the agricultural part. You know, when you came down U.S. 19 is crossed. Oh, they still Swanee. do. Oh, yeah, they do. I got I got hit with that. Yeah, and then they'd also remind you that don't forget you have to pay your impact fee here pretty soon, and as soon as you get a job, you got to change your tags over and all the other stuff like that, which obviously never happens. But we we uh, let's just say I learned that coming back uh, when they really start enforcing that here about a year or so ago. I was coming back from New Mexico with Dad with a load of one and done feeders, and I had never stopped any other time before but when i went by the the uh, check station coming across the state line yeah i had one of them nice little guys in the car come up pull up behind me and say hey come here stop for a second i want to see what you got in that trailer yeah well, i was coming back from arkansas and same thing well they were just checking so, to see if you were bringing in any moonshine or anything. So, <laughs> so what did they they tell you when you stopped no, i opened the door and showed him a feeder and i sold him a feeder there you go. Did you really? <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> that is the, the opposite guy, way I, to do I it. I found out real fast. I mean, come on, let's face it. Up there, them, the, them boys up there, that's, uh, you know, they, they still like to hunt and fish and do all that good stuff. Well, let's just say when I opened the door, he goes, what's that? I said, they're one and done feeders. And What's I had, in them? I had luckily had a couple. We had a couple that Jeff put in there that weren't in the box. So I just flopped the door down on the back, and he's looking. He was man, this thing's nice. I said, dude, they're bear proof, hog proof. I said, I told him I had eight of them out during Hurricane Michael. I said, every one of them still work. He's like, I need. He goes, how much? And I'm like, I forget exactly what I. Let's just say he got the off the trailer price. So <laughs> you unload but, it, you take it out of there, you put it in your Toyota. No, no, literally, this was <laughs> the the original blue light special. Well, he he was, and it was right? just like one of those situations where I'm like, I got back in the truck, and my dad's like, everything good? I'm like, yeah. We're going to prison, Dad. I stuck a couple Benjamins in the center console, and he goes, what the frick is that for? <laughs> he paid me off to get out of here. That's, that's, that's awesome. Are you getting ready to make another run up there, or what are you uh, uh, doing? There? So we were talking about it off the air, which we can go into it in more detail after the break, but uh, the expo is going to happen in July, and we're already making plans for our takeover. What yeah. expo are you speaking of, I wonder? The Florida <gasps> Outdoor Expo. No way. 
It's happening in July. It's finally coming back. The Lakeland Center. Tim, hang tight on the break, buddy. We'll come back to you when we come back. How do you know? Who's Tim? Where's he He's at? He's on the oh, phone, man. There's a Tim on there? Yeah, read your thing, man. I can't see that from here. All right, welcome. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Fast one brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. and Brandon Ford. Stay here. You got it here. Let me tell you, if you're not wrong, then why? Saturday morning, Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you for joining us out here. Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, Vince Noble, and, of course, uh, Diego. We're all here in the studio live today on a rainy day. Uh, Bill George walked out as I was – I'm looking for a uh, – you know, the old days you used to be able to go to the FWC's website and go click on, look for management areas and click on it and go and you could open the uh, the – web page for the brochure and go and look and it'll tell you what's allowed to be taken when you can go all that kind of dude the the navigation on here is the worst that you could ever uh, i don't know how they could screw this up and they made it so hard it's not even funny what are you laughing at and now they're they're all laughing at vince they're all sitting here bragging about how they got this new uh this new and improved website and everything else where you can go in there and get everything done that you want to get done and it, 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 I can't find anything. You know, they give you brochures for the uh, for the hog hunts or special opportunities. But what if I want the, the map? You know what I'm talking about? The old map of like yeah. citrus or all that stuff, and it was a trifold piece of paper. Yeah, it's out there. What? What? Where? Where in the ether can okay. I find that place to go? Click uh, from the main page, myfwc.com. Click on hunting. Oh my God! Now, here we go. Instead of just having it on the front dang page where oh, everybody's going to go. they even have go. a WMA finder. What, what are you talking about? And then I have to go. And then they want directions from my house to get to wherever it is that I'm going. Brain's like, what page are you looking at, Bill? I got hunting book, uh, regulations, brochures. Is that the one I'm looking for? Summary of rule changes, uh, hunting license, uh, season date and bag limits. Hunter safety, blah blah blah. Okay, see public uh, hunting opportunities. I don't want to know that. System. I got the WMA finder, and here's what no, I no, got d- from that page. W WMA. There it is. No, go back. I got to go in there, and they want me to go. Well, pick a species that you're planning on hunting, and I'm like, uh, look, dude, I just want to look at the map. I don't care about all that. Let's go. Wait a minute, I'm gonna go to Tim. Tim's on the phone. Hi, Tim. How you doing? <laughs> And you know what? Thanks for calling. He <laughs> hung up. Man. I see how he is. Whatever. Yeah. Is this somebody you know? Yeah, you know him too. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't I don't know any Tim's. Really? Nope. Tim you don't know any Tim's. Man. Not one. Not one that we went to his house and maybe did a radio show and you broke his chair, Tim? Never know. No Never know guy. No, 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 it's Tim. I have no idea who Tim is. What is this chair you speak of? Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. But back to my complaining. <laughs> so uh I am sitting here, and I go, I go use the WMA finder to find and locate wildlife management areas, hunting opportunities on species, seasons, locations, and more. I go there, and they want uh, you know to know where I'm coming from and where I'm going to and all the other happy stuff like that. 
Uh, you know, trying to find the Why map. can't you just tell me WMAs? Oh, why you got to have all that other stuff? Now, if I go to this one and I go to the next one, it says, check, go ahead, out, Braden, say oh, no, check no. out our WMA finder. And I go to there, they give hey, you. You know what it is? You go, you click on the WMA finder and guess what you get? <laughs> he just hey, gave you the, the same hand, thing. Dude. You get a we link. Him the you get a link to a YouTube video that shows you how to use the damn hey, thing. Hey, but they get, they're, they're, <laughs> this is, this is. Honestly, the the nice thing about their new system. It sucks. That's the nice no, no, thing no. about it. If you if you turn around and you are going by the number of clicks, they say, "Look how much activity we've had on our site. People have clicked on our site so many times." Well, yeah, because I keep going this way and that way and that way, way that way, trying to find out where I need to go. Oh, so in other words, it's fabricating the numbers. That's what yeah, you're trying to say, Bill. Yeah. Increase the number of clicks. Yeah, you mean click on WMAs? Oh click on wow. WMAs. Here's the regions. Here's the names of the WMAs. Click <laughs> one. That is the best face I've ever seen. How is that helping me whatsoever? It oh, doesn't no, help no, me at no. all. But we gauge our we gauge our care. participation by the number. Where of can I find the brochures? Okay. Oh wait, look. Get brochures now. Okay, let me click on there. there. No, Here yeah. we go. Now you're back Wait. at the same place. And now Wait I'm back it. at the Wait same place. <laughs> hey, what are you looking for? What season? Uh, what are you going for? Doves, horseback riding, nighttime raccoon hunts, maybe a shooting range. And then they want my address where I'm starting from. I don't care. Just show because me. Because your address is going to give you the closest place to you, ding dong. I don't want that. I don't put in care. a fake address. Ding dong. I'm trying to look for a map. What if, I, what if I'm going to drive up dead. to Holmes <laughs> County? What if I'm going to go somewhere else? Doesn't then you matter. put in the address where oh. you want to go. Oh, it ain't God. that hard there, Einstein. No, it Welcome is. to the 21st century. You know what, oh. ass? Get on your phone and show me how to do it. <laughs> Get on it. Show me. Show me how to do it. Oh. I followed up in 30 seconds. Oh, right. I, smack I, you? Found, I found something that looks familiar, the statewide map. Oh, that doesn't that help George. me. I already found that part. That I can go. I could actually go and Google that and go, Florida Management Area statewide map. Boom, it's right there. I don't have to click on nothing. But I'm looking for... I look for the South Region map, and it gives me all of them, but I can't click on them to get the brochure from the management area that I want to go to. But they need to know where Good you're God. coming from. It doesn't matter Three. where you're coming yeah. from. No, this I could be flying in from Jamaica. This it one. doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, can we stop this madness and talk to Captain Jim? No. Oh, yes. Mother. I want to talk about <laughs> a little bit something we can talk about. is like the poon season. Can we talk about that? You know what? Why don't you just call him on your precious little cell phone that Why you're not you using to find me a map? There, grumpy butt. No. Find it. Find it. Find the map first oh, before you go to Jim. Salty, salty, salty. Right? Jim doesn't want to talk about management areas anyway, do you, Jim? Say that again. I didn't hear you. Yeah, that's what I said, so just back <laughs> me up on it. <laughs> what up, Cap? What's going on, fellas? Nothing. Absolutely Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> No, Bra Braden's getting madder and madder by the second trying to figure out the FWC website. That's just it's just the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't find the old. Remember, you're you're a hunter, you're a guy who's been in the woods. You remember when you used to be able to go on the website and find the map of each individual uh, management area in the state of Florida that would give you like all the little camping spots and maybe you know the little hill Tillis Hill and everything. I can't find yeah, them anywhere. Hey. Um, no, if they gave you that stuff, they wouldn't be able to write you a ticket. Oh, is that what it is? Well, Bill George seems to think uh, maybe it is a conspiracy. Bill George thinks it's all about clicks 
And you're saying it's all about the clicking or caching. I, I don't I don't know. I do I do agree with you that it's very hard to navigate that website. Oh, and they made and it worse. Yeah, it's there's, uh, there's times uh, I just pick up the phone and call Tallahassee myself. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is calling them is not going to get me a uh, get me a little map anymore. Hey. Remember, I used to wait to the fairgrounds every year, and uh, I would go out to the FWC's little barn there, and they'd have all the brochures there, and you're like. Oh man, I'll get you know Chaz. I'll get this. I'll get Citrus. I'll get Upper Hillsboro and all that stuff. So you have them, and you have them in the truck. But now it's like uh, no, you. But I just forget. I will say, their new system evidently went into effect May one. Is is terrible. It's horrible. Well, hey, if you guys don't follow Big Daddy Sports Fishing on social media, you are talking to the Tarpon Whisperer right now. <laughs> Captain Jim is on. Fire. No, he's not. With these tarp. Okay, go I look follow, on social media. I follow his social media, and all I'm seeing is redfish. I saw two tarpon. Everything else is all redfish oh, and snook. You're not following the right stuff, brother. <laughs> no, he's I'm on not. Fire. Are you not catching redfish and snook, Captain Jim? Yeah, I'm, I am catching snook, redfish, trout, and then we're also doing tarpon trips as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I understand that, but uh, all of a sudden, uh, you know, you've become the uh, silver king I, out I, there, and uh, it's not true. He's out. You know why? Because he takes kids, and he takes... A lot of families out there, and you know what? You can't throw a six-year-old behind a 180-pound tarpon. I, I, I got I to gotta know, are you a jigger or are you a live baiter? That's more of a chunker and a live baiter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for, for those people out there that tarpon fish, they know what the chunking is. Yeah, we know what chunking is, and uh, jigging is usually reserved for, like, Boca Grande or deep water. Or well, that's like a, that, I so. didn't know where he was catching them. No, out. he's out here, man. He's west coasting it right here, uh, uh, catching the crud out of him. I, I see him catching tarpon, and they're nice tarpon. How yeah, was I running Boca? I've made a couple trips down to Boca Grande this year, and we, we just went down there for the crab flush and just live baiting the crabs, and that was an amazing time down there. Yeah, it's fun to watch down there, and I know that the last time I went, we would uh, go upstream there across from the old uh, docks there and uh, scoop up a bunch of little babies as they were being flushed out and uh, immediately turn around and put them on a hook and float them downstream and caught a ton of... Everybody else was standing around jigging, and they're like going, what are they doing over there? What are, what are they catching over there? Uh, some days... Say, when those when those tarpon get keyed in on those crabs on yep. the flush... It's over. It, it, it's an amazing sight. Yeah, and it, it's amazing how smart those crabs are because they'll stay up there at that surface going, please, 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 no, please, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they do that. Well, I know the fishing's been great, uh, and I know that your clientele, uh, has anybody been disappointed that they can't keep anything, or are they all pretty, you know, pretty good about it? You know, it's been, been very fortunate. Um, a lot of people, they completely understand the snook, the redfish, the trout closures. Um, and whenever the people want the, the meat fish to take home, you know, we, we have a lot of things that we can go do. We, we can now do grouper. We've been doing snapper for a while. Right. Snapper bite's been on fire in the bay. Yeah. It's a free Spanish weekend. Mackerel, kingfish, triple tail, cobia. Isn't it a free weekend this weekend? It's free weekend this weekend, right? Isn't it a free fish weekend? Probably because it's raining. <laughs> yeah, that makes a difference, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I know that that's, we were talking about at the beginning of the show that, uh, you know, with those other species being available to be targeted uh, for people who want to keep them and people who are maybe not on a charter but just out fishing for the day, 
Uh, Bill and I were discussing that uh, the FWC now is uh, asking for the public's input on flounder because that's one they're looking at uh, making some restrictions on. And I said, did you see the news out of South Carolina? They were going through the same thing, and now they're going to be doing uh, some restrictions looking at it for triple tail and stuff. And I said, well, Florida won't be that far behind because the numbers are extremely low now that everybody's been out there. The ones that I see people going, they're saying that all the big ones are gone, and now they're just little ones hanging around. So uh, I'm sure the FWC is going to look at that and go, see, well, now we got we to intervene. we we got to do something. These triple tail are disappearing. Well, I have, I've questioned, you know, some people and asked them where they get their information from and, and whatnot. I mean, I'm, I've still been getting doormats as far as the flounder go, and I'm seeing a lot of big fish. You know, it's just who are they talking to? Where are they getting their research from? That's the question that, you know, that I asked them. I well, mean, I, over the last couple months, you know, through this virus and, and into last year as well, there's been – the fishing has gotten so much better. And I think it's a lot of it due to them doing that uh, proactive closure on the snook, the redfish, and trout. Yeah. Uh, well, well know, how good does it need to get to be able to keep something? If it's if it's 40% <laughs> over SBR, you know, where, where does it, you know, yeah, you can have great fishing if we close it all down and never let you ever keep a fish. You know? Yeah, uh, and the other thing, too, is um, something to think about. I mean, I'm on the water almost every day. It's rare to come across law enforcement out there right now. And it, and if I was coming across them, I'm seeing them, like, by the islands, the party places, just keeping people that I don't see them doing as much fisheries check. So I don't know if there's a lot of stuff well. going on under the radar. That's uh, interesting. Braden, Braden was saying he watched guy stuff for short snook. Oh yeah, right off the beach, you yeah. know, into a cooler. Throw me insane. Can't even, can't even get somebody to come out there. No, it was at Fort DeSoto, of course, as it always is out there on the pier. And these guys were fishing off the beach there, and they were hauling in like uh, eighteen, twenty inch uh, little skinny snook and throwing them right in the cooler. Man, it drove me insane to watch that. Yeah, and, and I, I've seen it happen, and I've called. I've, you know, exchanged some words. But, you, like you said, you can't get anybody to come out. No, they, they and they can't, and they won't. And uh, they're all, oh, we're understaffed. We can't get out there. There's nothing we can do. Uh, you know, thank you for reporting it. Uh, we'll, you know, can make note of it or whatever. But, all right, well, Jim, stay on the phone. We'll talk to you when we get on the back side of the break, okay? Don't go anywhere. Okay. All right, okay. Oh, okay. All right, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Where are you going, Bill George? Stretch. Oh, okay. All right, we're going to take a fast one. You guys be right back. Where are you going with that gun in your hand? Outdoors, thank you for joining us this morning on the phones uh, all the way from somewhere over there around uh, the Seminole area, or maybe I don't know. He's I don't know where the heck he is, but uh, Captain Jim Pollard is on the phone this morning, giving us a little breakdown. Uh, how you doing again? You still there? You all right? I hear clicking. 
No, I'm still here. All right. So, so Jim, what do you do? You think like we do that maybe some of these uh, bloated politicians need to cut their salaries, and we need to start paying more officers and stuff like that to enforce the laws? Yeah, I mean, it's our law enforcement. They're our first line of defense. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Yes, you did. But it's okay. We agree <laughs> with you. We're all good. Well, what about this? We were talking about at the beginning of the show. What about like a volunteer FWC officer like they do with like the city police? Auxiliary. A, auxiliary. Not, yeah, like an auxiliary, like policeman's auxiliary. They could be out there and, you know, they don't have arrest powers, but they have the power to uh, write citations and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. I, I At this point, I think anything will help. Um, I don't think it's a situation that's completely out of control, but the the less and less you see law enforcement on the water, you know, the more likely things are to go the way they're not supposed to. Well, it's like it, but it's like I always used to laugh and tell people all the time with the quote unquote fillet and release crowd that I know a few people that still practice said, you know said thing which i can't understand why you're going to do that with your fifty thousand dollar truck your fifty thousand dollar boat and you know probably i mean let's face it most of us with your couple of thousand dollars in fishing gear but you're going to do it over a piece of fish that you can go to any fish market Publix or anywhere else and buy for you know if you want to eat fish that bad i'm just so yeah it's you know i i'm i don't Keeping undersized fish or oversized fish, I, I don't condone it at all. I mean, even when you look at the slot sizes for redfish, I mean, when we had it, it was was 18 and 27. I think the 18 to 22, 23-inch fish taste better than the those larger fish. Well, the meat's I, better. I would agree with that. Uh, I mean, uh, it depends on the fish. Uh, you know, I mean, a 200-pound tuna tastes just as good as a 60-pound tuna. But <laughs> Exactly. But uh, the, the thing is, is I think that when you have, uh, I don't know, when you have this whole lawless mentality that's going on out there and, uh, you know, all this other stuff, and they think that fishing is the last thing they need to worry about, uh, I think that there's a lot of people – like the gentleman that we sat there and watched throw snook in there. I mean, that's only one guy, and there were literally thousands upon thousands of people on that beach that day, you know, because uh, Corona-19 is killing everybody. So, uh, of course, you got to go to the beach and hang out right with everybody else. But um, Why? UV light and sunlight kills it. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah beach you is think. safe. But uh, apparently not for snook because they got thrown in there, and I told Vince, I said, there's not one time that I've ever gawked Walked out on that pier and walked back and not seen illegal fish being put into every into, day out there. into coolers every single time. Now, so that tells me that that's happening on a regular basis, if not daily basis. So you would think that the officers would uh, say, you know what, this is going to be easy peasy pickings out here. All I literally have to do is walk up one side and down the other, and I'm writing, uh, you know, thirteen or fifteen or whatever how many citations. And then take a golf cart ride down the beach and check coolers. If you see a fishing rod with a guy, check his cooler. And, uh, you know, after you do that for a few months, next thing you know, they're not out there doing that anymore. And then, and then you got to ask yourself, um, a lot of people that are doing that, They most of them probably know what the laws are, but some of them probably don't. And, and you know, with that volunteer program that you were mentioning before the break, 
you know, why not use it as an ed- educational purpose? That's Have crazy you- talk, Jim. Crazy talk. <laughs> you just want to rope them up. <laughs> That's crazy talk. Right, why would right, anybody want to do that? Crazy talk. It's like telling somebody <laughs> the difference between a clip and a magazine. He wants well, that fine money. Well, credit where credit's due. If you ever go out fishing with Captain Jim, he will educate you while you're on the water. Oh, really? Oh, he's he's one of the best. Oh, you think he's going to teach me something? I, what I guarantee you he'll teach you something. Really? I know he'll teach you something. What, how to make 1,900 kids? What What is he going to teach me? He's going to teach you how to fish, man. No, no. He's no, going to no. teach you how to rig it up. No, hey. no, he's not. Yeah, okay. So maybe you'll teach me a better Bimini twist, but that's about it. <laughs> No, knots or knots. I, you know, I have my knots that I stick with, and then people have their knots they stick with. If your knot works, <laughs> stay with it. Uni, can't beat the uni knot. That's all. That's all I know. It's all good. It is. Fork. What are you shaking your head for? <laughs> Just because you don't know how to tie one? Wait a minute. You don't know how to tie one, do you? An uni knot? Yeah. No, I don't actually. He doesn't even know what a name of a knot is. Uni uni. You know how to tie an uni uni? You know how to do that one? No. Oh my gee. <laughs> Jim, you see what I have to put up with on a daily see, basis, this is and the, you wonder why I have gray hair. You know what? This is the see. You know what? we're going to have a little lesson. You know what? That way, we'll, you know what? We're going to make this a fishing trip, but it's actually going to be a knot tying trip. How's that sound, Jim? He's, Sounds good to me. He's I mean, my, the two knots that I go with is uh, I use the uni, the uni, and then I for everyday fishing and tarpon fishing, I do the spider hitch to a. To a uni knot. There you go. See, that works too. Now, that one you might be able to teach me, especially on a jig head. Are you doing on jig heads or are you doing on just on the hook itself? That's the that's the leader. That's the braid to the uh, right to the leader is that, that combination. So it's actually two different knots. Yeah, but now what are you tying when you go on to the, to the hook or the bait or, or to I'm just the using jig? a standard uni, basically a uni knot. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's all good. You don't use a polymer, polymer knot, or palomar knot, or however you want to call. It. That's the new hip I, one. That's I, not I, new. I go with what I can do the fastest because at times you know you just got to re-rig that rod Retire. as fast as you can. Yeah, <laughs> and keep on rolling. You're right. Well, I know that you're probably. Are you going out fishing today? Are you going to brave it or not? I'm. I am itching real hard at this uh, tarpon crab flush for this afternoon. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm eyeing the weather by the minute but it's not a chart or anything it's just a couple of the guys that we just like to tug on them tarpon well you know i was going to so. say if you're going to go out and you were going to go uh, a rainy day like today where the water's nice and flat as long as you stay away from the gulf side too much uh you know if you can get in a protector because with that storm out there it's producing some uh some pretty good well, waves I know, Jim, out there. I know jim pretty well he's pacing back and forth in the house right now but i'm just saying on those rainy days when that rain knocks those waves down <clears> and stuff it really does make for good tarpon fishing tell you they that, gotta eat too man that that video that you had of brandon with that tarpon that it was heartbreaking heartbreaking to see him lose it i bet yeah. you i bet you he had a few words and it's wanted all, to jump off always, the side of the boat it's always heartbreaking that's, when you that's lose the one. That's the beauty of tarpon fishing. There, it's just absolutely full of highs and lows, and heartbreaks and rewards. It's just an emotional roller coaster ride every time you hook up with that fish. Yeah, I, I used to always, I always felt safe if I was going out and I was fishing north of the Skyway catching uh, tarpon. I knew that I had a great opportunity and a great chance of seeing a lot of good jumps, a lot of good runs, and not have to worry about sharks. You know, that when you take that out of the equation, it makes it a lot more fun. 
Whenever I would go to Boca Grande, of course, it's like trying to reel a Jeep off the bottom that's in four-wheel drive. But then also, you know, you got boats Across around 1,900 you. other boats. You're screaming, you know, your captain's screaming, you know, and people are reeling lines, backing up boats, slamming things in reverse. And then, of course, you're trying to get it in as quickly as possible because you're so worried that, you know, some 12, 14-foot hammerhead's going to come in and take two bites out of it, and then the bull sharks will clean it off. And, uh, you know, it was more stressful. It wasn't really as much fun. And um, But then you get to go out where, like, you're going out there, especially if you're on the beach area or something like that. Oh, my gosh, it is, like, the best carpet fishing ever. To me, it's the best if you're out there off the beach. And it's all it's all side casting. So, I mean, you, you see those fish, and, like, we had a pot of fish. It was a pretty, pretty numerous pot of fish, just, I don't know, 100 fish, 150. They were coming right down the beach. They swam right past our baits, and they were literally tailing and gulping within two feet of the boat. We just sat there completely frozen, just in awe, watching these fish go right under our boat, go right to the other side, and then we reel in our lines real quick and lead them and go after them again. Yeah, that's always fun. I know that uh, if you remember back in the day, we had a show on here called Let's Talk Fishing with Bob Puccinelli, and and uh, his big thing was he would go out there, stand on the front of the boat, look for pods that were swimming by, Literally just drifting and going out, just being quiet and calm, and then taking that purple demon and throwing it in front of him and and uh, side casting for him Go and for catch, ride. catching them all day on that thing, man. That mirror lure purple demon, man, that was his favorite go-to tarpon bait. And I always remembered that. And when I uh, we had some baby tarpons running through some canals in the neighborhood, uh, I got a, a purple-sided uh, jackal bait and put it on my son's thing. Man, he was nailing them. It was awesome. Anything that's purple, they just seem to love it. But, um, but I remember those days and watching them do that, and and that was the funnest way of tarpon fishing I think I've ever seen, even above fly fishing. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, anytime for me, anytime that I can sight cast, that's that's what I like. That's what I love to do. That's why Bill George is uh, one of the greatest guys in the world. He likes to go out and sight cast for alligators. That's his deal. He doesn't Boom. sight cast for tarpon. He sight casts for 13-foot <laughs> alligators. <laughs> I guess it's all in what you want. And uh, Vince, of course, he sight casts, casts for uh, lasagna or pasta, so it's all good. Wow. Oh. Damn, man. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Beach umbrellas. Beach umbrellas. Yes, I, I need that back. Tiki Hut. Wins got suck. it back. <laughs> <laughs> Sidecasting for another pina colada. <laughs> hey, Jim, get out there. Go catch some big ones, man. Take us some pictures, and uh, we'll look at them on social media, all right? Big Daddy Sports yeah, we're definitely, definitely going to try this afternoon. Yeah, man. And you know what? We still got to get together. I want to throw my kids on your boat and uh, wave bye-bye. Yeah, give me, give me a call uh, this afternoon or over the weekend, and we'll look at the calendar. Hey, dang, that's their. That's always their out. N- listen, it's, I mean, Brady, Brady doesn't day. know not how not to use out. a calendar. That's, that's, <laughs> it's not out. Jim is a very, very on date. Gotta have it on the books. Period. What did Duval say? What did so, Calvin Duval he say? Said, we, they're busy guys, man. They gotta make some money. Calvin Duval said, "Hey, man, we're gonna get up there in Louisiana. Oh man, I don't know. We gotta check the calendar, man. See if the calendar is." Okay. <laughs> I was like, "All right, whatever." Translation. Got to make that money to put the gas yeah, in the boat. Exactly. So. Translation, I get it. All right, thank you, Jeff, for the call. Big <laughs> Daddy Sport Fishing, man. Get him, bud. 
right. Take care, guys. Thank you. Go have fun. Get wet. All right. It's going to be a good day out there, believe it or not, uh, for some people. It's not raining, so it might not be too bad. Yeah, but the next round's on the way. For now. Yeah, the next next round. You're in the water. You're going to get wet. Who cares? Yeah. Got wet in the shower this morning. It wasn't no big deal. Yep. Big and Wild Outdoors taking a fast break. It is the uh, one that's brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon A. Ford. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Spring Gun, Vince Noble, Jonathan Swimble's right there. And then, of course, Bill George uh, floated a biscuit and left the room. Something so, floated out of here. So we're all, uh, <laughs> Good we're all, God. We're all here in the studio uh, dying to death. Hey, listen, I wanted to remind everybody, speaking of fishing, and before we get out of here, uh, I wanted to make sure I cover the gambit there, here. There, there's a little tournament coming up. Panfish Challenge is on full bore and i am telling you ladies and gentlemen this is an event that you will want to get out to and bring your kids to if you've never been there before if you live in pinellas county if you live in hillsborough county you live in polk county if you, if you live over in uh uh lake wales I, I don't care i mean wherever it is that you are and you are hearing this in northern pinellas northern hillsborough whatever come out <laughs> you if you have a boat that's great. That's wonderful. If you don't have a boat, eh, you're going to be pretty limited, I think, because at this point, I don't think that there's probably any boats probably available. But it doesn't mean you can't call Jim. And I don't think the dock can hold that many people. At Panda Vista Lodge and put your name on the list and whatever, like Vince has to do for a cabin if somebody backs out kind of deal. I'm still waiting for that call. <laughs> and um, the thing is, is it's happening on uh, June 20th at Panda Vista Lodge. On Lake Panasofki, it is a hour and 20 minutes from my house over here in Pinellas County. It's probably an hour, not even an hour, for, for Bill George or Jonathan. It's about an hour to get up to Panasofki for you? About an hour, yeah. hour and 10 minutes. So Northern Hillsboro area, I mean, you guys are even closer. But um, we met a few folks that came last year, I think they drove up from Pinellas County, or was it year before last? I can't remember, but... Dude, I'm telling you, they, they came back. I remember, so it had to be two years in a row. They came back because they're like, we drove all the way up from Pinellas County. We heard you talking about it, and we will be back next year. And if you have a John boat, you have a big boat, uh, Bill George's brother showed up with a 39-foot Bertram or something or whatever and got it down the ramp. I couldn't believe it. But um, it, whatever it is, to go out and do it, it's $25. $25. 35-day of, right? Yeah, thirty-five the day of, but twenty-five dollars to take your family and your kids, and as many people as you can legally hold on that boat to go out and go fish for the day, have a great day of entertainment, have a chance to win money, and prizes, and even more money when on the fifty-fifty and all kinds of raffles and things that are donated. And I know that uh, Choo Choo's Lawn Equipment's donated stuff again this year. I talked to Don this past week with Big Dog Baits; they're donating. I think 300 uh, packs of uh, baits that they're going to donate again this year. Um, uh, Lee Fishers, Lee Fishing, uh, is uh, 
going to be bringing in the rods and reels again for all the kids and everybody. Every kid walks away, I'm telling you, with about 40 or 50 bucks worth of stuff, man, for free. doesn't well, cost them anything well, extra. and you were saying this is going to be my fourth one, and I know that what's cracked me up, too, also after the years of cooking and stuff like that, is the people who were there staying at Panta Vista already, and we had the tournament going on, and then the following year seeing them come back but bring their – grandkids and their kids and actually participating in the tournament yeah i mean and and everybody that comes out there who has ever been in the tournament has had a great time i don't care who they are or whatever because unlike bass tournaments which happen every weekend or three times a week in some cases don't forget you get to keep that so you're always a winner it's a great day of fishing you can go out and you can keep as many of those uh, panfish that you want Take them back home, clean them up, feed the kids, do whatever, and have a great day. Have a great yeah. day, just and, fishing for twenty five bucks. And and it does not take a fancy boat to. I mean, the guy who won the one year was in a little rickety John boat. You know, just you don't need a big fancy boat or anything else. You just need to go out, have a good time, I, and catch some fish. I, and, I know the last couple of years because obviously the pot's gotten a little deeper in the prize money categories sure. we've had a couple of i don't want to say ringers show up but it's hilarious to see ringers get wrung out uh exactly well no it's hilarious <laughs> to see the guys show up and they've got all their little cute little fishing shirts on and all their you know their well, team this blah 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 and but there's nothing they wrong got, with that they go yeah. out there well no i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it but it's hilarious to see them go out there and you see the little kid in flip-flops with the tore up shorts and everything else that just wipes them out cleans house yeah. Well, I, I look at it this way. We're, we're literally two weeks away. And uh, if you're not registered, you need to be registered because the sooner you register, the lower your boat number, which means that the lower your boat number, the sooner, the sooner you'll be you able to out. leave the dock. So uh, you need to uh, go. I mean, they're on Facebook. You can go look up Panta Vista Lodge. Uh, you can search them on Google, Panta Vista Lodge or Panta Vista Panfish tournament, if you want to put that in there. I mean, this is the sixth year in a row. Actually, seven, if you count Glenn and I's first one. But 50-50 um, tickets, silent auction, the fishing tournament going on, all that kind of stuff like that. And all the money raised literally goes right back out the door to Everyday Blessings Children's Home and the South Sumter FFA alumni out there as well. So it's it's not money that we get to keep. It's nothing we do except show up, cook sausage, have fun, meet people, watch the kids have a great day. And uh, then go home. I mean, it's seriously probably going to be one of the best days you ever spend with your kids. I guarantee it. Uh, and we invite so, you to come on out. So has Vince staying with you? Uh, I don't no, know where I'm staying, dude. I, <laughs> I, I, gonna... I have no room. I have no room in my uh, cabin. Oh, there's always room. If I, dude, I'm, we're I already on couches. Is, is, is the whole family coming or are they prepping for another trip again this year? Jonathan. Are you talking to Jonathan? Yeah. Because you know mine's so, all showing up. So it looks like uh, Outfitter and tra now Travel Agent Jonathan, we have a Key West trip booked the next day that we're leaving for. So that's still up in the air. I know, I know Pops will probably be there with me to help with the cooking and the festivities because he always likes going, and I'm – Guessing that my nephew will probably be there again to help with the uh, the cooking and all that. Also, maybe, maybe we need to have him bring like his guitar and you know something he could play a few too. He's very talented. 
But we could do that. And, of course, Bart will be there, too, if you need some help cooking. That's all good. But uh, just to give you a rundown, of course, uh, now it's never too late to have sponsors. <laughs> but uh, Catfish Johnny's is always there every single year. He steps up to the bat, and uh, Choo Choo's Lawn Equipment's going to be there. Uh, Gold Jim Dale, uh, Jim Dale and uh, Ann Edwards. Uh, Newsom Farms has uh, jumped in on there. Lowry True Value, Suncoast Angler Magazine, uh, Jim Maddox, Chandler's Electric, uh, Randy Zebco, uh, let's see, Lee Lewis donated all the Zebcos, uh, Greenwell Drilling, Southern Fusion and Fabrication. I mean, uh, Silver James Moore and Company, all these people are all jumping on there because they know they've been there and they've seen it and they get behind it because it's a great and fabulous event. It really is. It is one of the few places in this world where you could literally open the car doors, hand them a fishing rod, tell them to go do what they got to do, and not have to worry about anything. Very much. Anything. You're surrounded by good people, good country folk, everybody out there watching each other's back, everything else like that, and we've never had problem one ever and it's always been a great time, and the kids always walk away either exhausted or smiling. Well, and it's like, it's like I said, <laughs> it's both. hilarious just to see the people who are st- – because, I mean, let's face it. There's people that just go there and stay there because it's a very secluded and a very nice place to stay. Uh-huh. And it's just cool to see the people who are just there. What do y'all going? What do y'all got going on? Oh, yeah, What's all these kids here for? Yeah, I mean, the visitors. Is is Double G planning to coming out? I think Double G is going to come out. I think he's going to be We're trying to run a party some without Double G. We're going to be running some things. What? What are you pointing at? I'm doing your job. Yeah, you can't even pay attention. What do you mean paying oh, attention? Please. Push the button. You're the host. I can't reach it. I can't reach it either. Push the button. <laughs> here you go. Talk to him, Vince. Go right ahead. Richard. Richard. What's going on? What are you doing? Well, I'm sitting on the beach running a chair. What are you doing? Oh, my gosh. You got that same horrible phone. What's wrong with you? You got to get a better phone, Rich. You gotta now get... you're better. Oh, there no, you go. No, now you're yeah. better. You're a lot better. You on the beach fishing? <laughs> yeah, I'm on the beach fishing. I'm sitting up on Tybee Island, Georgia. Well, hey, listen, I'm sorry we got to miss you last week, but we're glad to hear the mama's all good. Yes, everybody's fine. Thank you. Uh, like I said, we're going to do it again. We've already started trying to schedule the return. Uh, now it's going to even be a little bit more to it than what we had originally planned. So well, now when no, no, the scary part is is now he's actually giving Vince a couple of months to. <laughs> so. Oh no! Oh no! A couple weeks. Oh, okay. Couple weeks. July. Back July. I okay. might be yeah. able to bring a couple twenty by twenty uh, awnings out. You know that way we can oh turn around, gosh. have a cooking section, and stop, a, stop, an eating with dining room. We're gonna have a VIP section next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we're gonna have a VIP section. We were. Uh, we were talking about trying to put a kids a little kids fishing tournament together when we come back as a prelude to before we decide the big guys decide to fish that evening. You mean you mean catch the bait tournament? Yeah. Well, kind of sort of body the secrets. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> oh, look, there's a nice little 15 pound fish. That's bait. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in this little live well that we got going over here that's bubbling. <laughs> well, hey, Richard. We release this is, him later. Hey, this is going to be a short call, buddy, because you waited until, like, I don't know, the last two minutes to call the show. Yeah, I was I was in bad traffic, and it, it, y'all can't hear me when we put it on speaker, so yeah, that's it's easier horrible. to just get out on the phone, so I know. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, so uh, we're planning on do, uh, redoing the uh, remake of Jaws 2, right, uh, here pretty that's soon? That's correct. 
Okay. That's we're correct. looking around July 11th, so hopefully well, that's not around too bad. that. Yeah. That'll be good. Nice well, and hot. We, what we're going to do is we're going to give them a prelude to the Shark Week that starts out August, the first week of August, is what we're going to do. <laughs> ah. We're going to have Shark Week Florida style. Oh, Lord. Yeah, we're going to have it. We're going to bonus style it. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on us. We'll keep an eye on your, uh, of course, on your Facebook page and all that stuff. Go to Extreme uh, Fishing Team or Extreme Off the Beach Fishing, any of that one, so they'll, they'll find you. Extreme, extremefishteam.com. There you go. That, that's all you got to do and go there. Well, I'm sorry that you we didn't get to see each other and all that stuff, but I'm glad Mom's okay and we'll see you soon, all right? I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Mr. Gunn. All Talk right. to you later. Be all right, man. I'll, see you, bro. I'll see you soon. Peace. Uh, Peace. You know, Bye, uh, line, guys. All right, you too, buddy. Uh, I will say this, that if you want to uh, follow Extreme uh, Off the Beach Fishing Team, he actually does a really good job. He does these little live seminars where he uh, does Facebook Live and, and does his little thing, talks about techniques and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but we're working like on that. the sound on that. The sound's killing me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the sound is killing me. Uh, well, it's, you know, he's, he's new. Okay, he's getting there. It's, it'll be okay. Listen, it's, it, it is real, and that's what it is. Oh, it's, it's very it's real. A, you know, you look at some of these productions, they are productions. And when it's just real and raw and, you know, you get out there and get her done. Yeah, we we used to be real 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 raw reality radio. Remember that? Don't you remember? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for, thanks for opening up the wound some more there, buddy. <laughs> Enjoy your Saturday. It's going to be rainy wow. all weekend, but it'll be a great weekend no matter where it is, and especially if you bring the kids out. Make plans. I'm serious about coming out to Panda Vista on June 20th. It's going to be a fun time had by all. All the kids are going to have a great time. I guarantee it. And you may walk away with some good fish and some money. And be, be safe. Good. See ya. We'll see you guys next Saturday, man. Stay dry or wet, whichever one you choose. Bye, you guys.